What's up, guys? I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology. We're back. We're continuing our study on James. We're in chapter 3, verses 9 through 12. We're continuing on the tongue and its effects and how it works in us. And then we are also hitting or he's showing us a little bit of how we should live our lives and the uh, the implications of what that means by us saying certain things. So let's go ahead and jump in. We're on 9 through 12. If you haven't read the scripture, stop the tape now and then go ahead and um, read it and then come back, play it, and then we'll discuss. And if you already have, man, we're going to go ahead and discuss right now. So what is James saying in these verses? Well, James says that with it, speaking about the tongue, it says we bless God, the Father, the one who created all things. We bless him. But then we curse man who was made in his image. It's like those things are, are um, opposites, the things that shouldn't go together, that shouldn't be. How can you bless God? You're like, oh, the Lord, praise him for he is good and mighty. But then you talk about a- another person in the human race that uh, you speak of, but they were in the same image of God. How can you do that? This is This is not how it's supposed to be. It says, with the same mouth, we speak blessings and curses. He says, this shouldn't happen. This isn't the way that things are supposed to be. And then he gives an example in nature that we would say, yeah, of course, this is true. It says, uh, salt water won't produce fresh water and fig trees won't produce olives. And, and olives won't produce, or fig, and uh, grapevines won't produce figs. And then he goes back and says, and, and salt water doesn't make unsalt water, like fresh water. It just doesn't happen, man. This is not how it is. It's not able to do so. So what are the implications of that? Well, I think James is saying this, that you know a tree by its fruit. That's what Jesus says. And then a lot of things that James is talking about in here come from the words of Jesus. And so oftentimes people want to say that uh, James doesn't speak or talk about or implicate Jesus in his in his uh, um, in his letter, even though he talks about it a little bit at the very beginning. He specifically names Jesus the Lord. But everything that he says comes from the mouth of Jesus first. All he is doing is talking about the things that Jesus has been saying as he walked this earth. And this is another one, is that you know a tree by its fruit. And again, that's the same thing he said before. It goes back to faith without works is dead. You know why? Because someone truly has faith, he truly lives that faith out. And that's something that I've been been having to struggle with right now to deal with and talk with people about is, is how if you truly have faith, it should be evidence in the life that we live. What is this saying about God? Well, I think the first thing it says about God is that he created man in his image. If we go to Genesis, it says, let us make man in our image. And he does. It's a beautiful thing. And I think what does it say about man is that man is created in the image of God. And a lot of times in this world, it seems like we want to have all of these different identities. Uh, Whatever your identity may be, however you want to say you are you. 
But the underlying factor is, and the reason I'm saying this is because some people haven't figured out who they are. And so they are lost in searching and finding, and then they fall into categories that, uh, as a Christian, I believe is sinful. But if they can see and know that they are image bearers of the one who created the universe, I believe maybe that would impact how they see themselves. Because if you recognize that you're a bearer of the image of the one who created everything, then you know you already innately have worth and that you already are beautiful and that you already are amazing because you were made in his image. And I guess that's a little bit of the application right there is that, man, no, be reminded, sit down and think about the fact that you are created in the image of the almighty. You are created in the image of the beautiful. You are created in the image of the one who created all things. So you have worth. You're innately designed with worth built in. That's beautiful. But not only that, I think another application to this is to see others in that same light. Yes, I know that others want to claim different identities. And sometimes those uh, are in offense to us. They're not what we believe to be correct or right. But the image that supersedes all of those is the fact that they are created in the image of God. And so because of that, we give them worth and and, well, we don't give them. They already have it. It's just we recognize their worth and their dignity. And if we think about that, that goes from from children to uh, the elderly it goes, it crosses all borders. That's a powerful, powerful recognition that we can see just from those words that James spoke to us. But I think something that is also important is the fact that we need to live out our faith. James also talks about many times about the double-minded person, unstable in all his ways. The double-minded person, the one who has... The one who who can't make a decision as to what to do or where to go. It's like that is not how our lives should be. We can't be dual minded talking about blessing one thing and cursing another. We can't say that we love Jesus and then we speak ill about people. Those two don't match. And so what this scripture is also telling us is that we need to live out our faith. Live out our faith. Let the faith and the love and the spirit that God has put in us produce a genuine action that cares for the widows, the orphans, that helps those in need, Lips up those who are sad. Sorry, I'm not sure about that. 
That's what we should be. That should be our purpose. Sorry about Alexa, guys. But that should be our application. I'll see you guys in the next episode.